you play trading card games? Of course you do. That's why you're listening to slash watching this thing. If you want to save money on your trading card purchases, we have a promo link uh, over at 50cards.shop. Enter the promo code at night to get 5% off your order. Hey everybody, welcome to Nexus at Night, your weekly Vanguard podcast. I'm wearing a cactus shirt. I'm in a polo? I'm eating yeah, a sure. popsicle. <laughs> what kind of popsicle? Coconut. Hmm. Coconut's pretty divisive. Some people are allowed coconut, but... Look, it's what I had in my freezer, okay? Yeah, I'm a fan. I, I like coconut popsicles. This is going to sound really weird, but I actually like the texture of coconut more than the flavor. Interesting. I agree with you on that. That That, that is completely... It, it, it's got like almost like a Parmesan-y texture to it, right? Mm, I guess. That, <laughs> we just talk about coconut for half an Parmes hour. Uh, parmesan -y? What does that mean? Anyway, so like, I, like know, I like the texture kind of, of it. Okay, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Anyways, I like the texture of it. I don't like the flavor of it. Okay. It's like the opposite of mushrooms, which I like the flavor of, but I don't like the texture of also a good point. Uh, oh, apparently it's because coconut and Parmesan are both grated. That's what I'm thinking of. Oh, I see. Yeah, so, makes sense. Fair enough. Um, so, talking about a thing that uh, Rubiria tweeted on, our, on the Nexus at Night Twitter last week. Yeah, so... Apparently, like, all the Cray Cross cars are just going to be supported via promos now. Wait, the Cross and like, Cross. Ava and stuff? Mm hmm You mean, like, Ava and stuff? Yeah. Oh, no. Like, apparently just all of them. Okay. That's mighty unfortunate. Yeah. Yes, it is. Wait, so there's another... So there's an... So what you're telling me is they actually printed a second research order and then threw mm -hmm. it in a promo pack. Yeah. I think these are shop tournament promos. Which That's makes less. that even worse. If you live out in the sticks somewhere or just your locals doesn't have enough... Uh, or, 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 like, there are enough people to play Vanguard, but your locals is like, ew, Vanguard. <laughs> yeah. Just doesn't, Why doesn't, is uh, it stuff. that they released a deck that relies on research orders, print a resource order that minuses you one as the only one in the set, just to put the second one as a promo. Um, I mean, we I should, mean, they're going to be doing this for all of the ride lines, apparently. Like, they're all just going to be supported via promos. Like, this Thursday, so tomorrow, from the time that the viewers are hearing this, we're going to be seeing promos for Roa and Chaos. Okay. Why do they do this? So, yeah. They, like, introduce five new ride lines for this, like, Lorth story that they're doing, and then decided that instead of putting them into a set at all, they're just gonna, like, support them via promos. I get it in terms of, like, you don't want to cram too much into a set or whatever, and you only have X number of sets a year, but, like, dude. <laughs> I like, like how the... Sorry, go ahead. I was gonna say, and also the, the, the second uh, experiment order is, like, good, but... Go, go ahead. Yeah. I, I just have it ready. What, what does it do? What does it do? All right. So this thing um, is... <laughs> I love this name. Where 
where this experiment heads into. Uh, so, in the order zone, all of your rear guards with uh, Obscudate and its card name cannot be retired by your opponent's card effects. And then in the order zone, if there are four or more researches in your order zone, you put this into your soul. Counter charge one, choose a card with uh, Obscudate and its card name from your drop and add it to your hand. So, get a counter charge, soul charge thing in hand. It's good. And it's promo pack only. Yeah, I mean, this card is... It's better than the other research order. Vaguely better, yeah. I but, think it still kind of is buns, but... I mean, yeah, kind of, but, like... <laughs> it is immensely playable by virtue of not being a minus one. I just simply would not play Ava. Yeah. Yeah, but... But some people I, like the little... The little... Uh, no, that's nebula, not what like, and you, and you nebula know. Nebula That's know, not what people know, like, and you know and you it. You know that to be true, but uh, I'm already far past that point. You too fool. late. I mean, I did late. not SP this one. I do like how very predictably the rear guard uh, dual cards are more important than their grade three bosses for the most part. Yes. Oh, well, yeah. Maple, for example, is just kind of like just throw it in the deck, whatever. <laughs> Although at free least unit. At least with the Gria, like, Youthburk has a very similar gimmick going for him, so they can just kind of accidentally support it. Very nice. <laughs> I love when that it. happens. Yeah. Because, like, today, they just introduce a card, like, when you ride your Vanguard... When your Vanguard is placed by riding from a grade 3, and obviously this is meant to be supporting, like, the Revolt Dress thing, where you're going to be rewriting your Youthburk forms, but then that also just kind of accidentally works... For for the Gria, because she has her whole like light and dark thing going on. Mm -hmm. Every time they show a new card mm -hmm. that has something, something, something plus five k, I think I lose a year off my life. <laughs> why? Just because it's like so many hoops to jump through for like ooh five k. Why? Like why are there so many? Like for I, a while, there, like every. They're so afraid of power creep this time around because they've made that mistake twice now, right? They they are taking extra careful, extra special, cool, careful steps, right? Okay, th this supports two clans, but it only works real good with one of them. And uh, we keep introducing new ride lines. And, like, they, they've had to reboot the game twice, and they do not want to do that again. Right, but... Right. I mean, at what cost? To their credit, over Overdress is a pretty well-balanced format um, for the most part. Is it fun? I mean, probably would be without the Overtrigger. Yeah. yeah if the, what if the Overtrigger is another thing? But the Overtrigger is not going anywhere. I think the Overtrigger is just out of spite, like Solemn said. Just kind of like, <laughs> it's just going to be here forever. Yeah. Yeah. Let's just have to deal with that. Mm -hmm. And yeah, you're just gonna play four of them. <laughs> I think I'm at the point now where I play so many decks, I just own every over trigger. I, I think I own. Do I own everyone? I own all except the Cater one. Oh, I don't own the Brandgate one because I don't have any Brandgate cards. <laughs> I have Prison. I mean, you I have, have half of the. 
Oh, oh, because of the the uh, yeah, the guy. You have yeah. half of a Brand Gate card. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> the, guy, the secret agent. Yeah, that's guy, true. Yeah. I, I do, I do have, I do have half of a Brand Gate card. <laughs> but it's also a Dark States card, and that's what truly matters. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, it's because most like I play more clans in premium than I do in standard. So like I, that's enough, like. Breath I play of so stuff. much crap and standard. Yeah, like I think they're introducing a lot of like really interesting ideas and like leaving the meta... them behind. Yeah, yeah, and like the meta is like diverse, but also has like decks that do different things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm just gonna um... Kyrie. <laughs> <laughs> I think one thing that like they've been at accidental or otherwise is that for Brandgate, the concept of Set orders has been their anchor for supporting stuff because mm-hmm. every <laughs> every like archetype in Brandgate uses a set order in some way. Um, True. Some support things work better than others, like things that require more things in order zone. It's going to work better for your Gravidias, your uh, your Avas, your things like that. Mm-hmm. But like for example, they, they came out with uh, how do you pronounce? Capaple helper. When placed on rare, soul blast one. Choose a card from your, for with hero from your drop and put it into your base. That's something. And then the other thing was uh, combined rusher, which is grade two. When this unit attacks a grade three or greater, if there are two or more set orders in your order zone, gets plus 10k to land a battle. And then if it's in drop zone, when your set order is put to your order zone by being played from your hand, counter blast one and call it to rare. So you can use that in like anything. That second one. Hmm. And the base, like, just like puts units in it, and you can like, yeah, gra- like call mm-hmm. them later. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Um, so the, the the first guy I mentioned was specifically for hero. That was like to illustrate you have like your specific support, and then rush guy works in literally anything I've listed. Um, mm-hmm. And I feel like I'm forgetting. Uh, are, are there any other Brandgate like things that I'm missing? I mean, there are just a ton of cards that are just like if or you have a set order, like Bobble Mine. Yeah, I mean, Bobble Mine is another great example. Yeah, or Tragic enough. Yeah, yeah. Um, but at least he's an anime archetype, so he'll get supported probably. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Always that's what I'm saying. Like, like that's easier to do than uh, with something like. Your stoikeas, where just everything is all over the place. That <laughs> yeah, the gimmick is all these clans attack a lot. Okay. Um, yeah. Yep, that's right. Unless you're Zorga. Oh right, sorry, I forgot Zorga existed again. Because they're afraid. <laughs> they're afraid to give Zorga their their guy. Like I mean, if if they have a thing where you can like ride Zorga in battle phase, you could do the corpse doctor thing. I'm but... surprised that there's still copium in reserve for Zorga. Yeah, people will never give up. It looks cool. I'll give him that. Sure, sure does. And just anybody, any grain blue stands. That's like their their no pun intended anchor. Uh, just play, uh, you know, um, Kyrie mm-hmm. or um, what else is good? Bastion Bruce. No, well, it's, yeah. I don't know. Is Bastion still insane after the ban list? Or I don't know if it's insane, but it's like it's a thing. I think it could probably I mean, still murder you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Like Bruce could still do things. I mean, Bruce Nirvana exists. 
Bruce didn't get touched, right? Nope. No. I think no. just by having the virtue of not being live till turn four, um, no matter what you do for the most part, like that is enough of a balancing act where other decks can like get in in the aggregate and kill yeah. them that way. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Another thing that, that they can do through Stoikea is that they have a lot of normal orders just because of Zorga. So you can you can have stuff that works around yeah. that. Like when you play this normal order, <laughs> you know. Yeah. But the gimmick they decided with for the new TD is what if your entire back row just boosts your vanguard? Yeah, <laughs> boosts it. Everything boosts it once. Um, which eh, I can take or leave, but you just want to be dimension police. Yeah. Kind of. I feel like I came up with this at one point as like a joke. I we mean, got it, we we got six years of records. Somebody, yeah, <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure it was, might have been only custom card episode or something. I'm sure, maybe. maybe. Yeah, I I have a vague recollection of it, but I could not tell you. I think it was when the uh, it would have been the episode near when ride lines were spoiled, or like the mm, ride deck okay. was spoiled. So it would have been around there, but <laughs> I, I'm not gonna go back and check. Yeah, me neither. Uh, and apparently, they're like increasing the gimmick of. Nirvana, because now it's going to have crossover dress. What does that mean? I have no idea, but apparently that's going to be the new ability for the new Nirvana. So reroll dress is a different thing. Yes. Very good. Crossover they just dress. really like the word dress. They also did it for Trick Moon exactly. Yeah, that's true. Crossover dress. So like RuPaul's Drag Race Vanguard Edition, or... I mean, <laughs> like, the new Nirvana has more noticeable curves than the old one. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's true. That is true. So, um, do you think that there is a better way to release promos where it's just not, they're not going to come up eight? Yeah. The secret like, is just don't. Just put them in the set. Yeah, like p make room in the set. Like actually support your cards for more than like one month. Mm -hmm. Like uh, it's super annoying because like so, like some of them are generic enough that you can kind of make them work. Like Tamayura. As long as they keep releasing cards with stealth in their name or just like things that go into your soul, like Tamayura could just be accidentally playable with like random support. The same way that like they accidentally support the Gria, but like you know, something like Eva where you have a very specific playstyle, I don't know how that's supposed to go through without them actively supporting it. I mean, uh, and like say you know, same thing with, like, Groa, where it needs, like, nothing but plant tokens. Plant tokens are another thing that I have come around on. Because when they had, like, the little ride line that does plant tokens, and then I was like, oh, great, now you can, like, start planning things based on plant tokens. I think there's a lot of flexibility you can have there, just based on, like, playing against my friend who plays Neonectar, where... He does some wacky shit. <laughs> yeah, they don't, they don't have the support that Neonector has. 
Yeah. No, but I'm saying that like you can you can you can support the concept of plant tokens and like token based play. Uh, yeah, but that's the thing is like they're not. They're how does that mesh with the rest of Soika? Yeah, that, that's what that's what I'm trying to say. Like the Roa's thing is very specifically working with tokens. Like he needs to retire tokens to gain his defensive power. Mm -hmm. So like you, they need very specifically like token support. You know, something like the Gria, it most she mostly works on her own. So like the stuff they're making for Youth Burke works with her, and also just like any generically good card they print for uh, Keter that can kind of work with the Gria. Same thing with like Tamayura, where although she needs her dolls, she can also alternatively just call any one card out of your soul. So any generically good Dragon Empire card, you can just kind of shove in that deck as support, in quotes. But then, you know, Roa has this very specific play style where it kind of needs targeted support to function. You can have things like okay, so for example, there is uh, there they teased a card where it was end of turn, it can off itself and then you get two plant tokens, um, and I feel like that's a good example of something where you can almost you can splash that in a lot of decks. Obviously, Roro would be the yeah. This card is also a promo. Yeah, I can. <laughs> I'm not in favor of pro of like doing it through promo, um, but I I think that's really cool because like premium side trip here, uh, you can playing this in Big Valley is very funny because you can you know use it end of turn she kills herself you get two tokens Big Valley you draw a card and then those two tokens you can then other great nature things with either blow it up with Ardillo or Kundalini, draw again, uh, buff it up with Ardillo yeah. or um, not Ardillo, uh, Balleral and the pit, blow it up, draw more cards. I just, I, I think mm -hmm. that's cool that that's splashable yeah. in something like that. And yeah, I feel like you could have more cards that you know become tokens. Sorry, continue. Mm -hmm. uh, like that doesn't really address what we were actually talking about though with standard. Like they no, are saying introducing. Yeah, I'm just the point I've been trying to make is like they're introducing like far more ride lines than they can possibly support, and these like band aid promos aren't a very good way of dealing with that. But I'm saying that you can use like things that make tokens mm -hmm. and have that be. We are having two different. Yeah, we are having two completely okay. different discussions, Atlas. The what? topic. No, it's. Yeah, I don't. Like, we're talking about like. We're talking about standard right now, how like Roa kind of needs targeted support for himself because of his token based mechanic. And so right now they're releasing these promo cards to support it, but like that's not a great way to deal with that. And it's a lot harder for them to like accidentally print support that's good for him because of how targeted his mechanic is. Like you're talking about how token cards could be used in everything else. And what I'm trying to say is like, it's harder for them to just make a generic card that works for Roa. Like you're kind of having the opposite. <laughs> like we're kind of having like the opposite discussion. I don't know. What, I don't know where the confusion is. Yeah. The I, I guess the confusion is whether or not. 
making the use of tokens more generic for Stoichia on the whole would then circle back around or not. That Yeah, that is something they could have done, but yeah. it's not something they've shown that they're going to do, right? Mm-hmm. And that would be not yeah. helpful for Magnolia, like, on the onset, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And also, like, as of right now, like, they're not really designing cards in the way that they can take advantage of the tokens, really. Because, mm-hmm. like, I don't see how that really helps any of the deck. Like, maybe... Uh, what's Zorga? If you wanted to cope and you needed to like retire something off of your board, which I don't think he does, but like, <laughs> like, I guarantee you, if there was owners like end of battle, this attack, soul blast, retire this, get a token and give it to Zorga would play because it's like, oh my god, fourth attack, thank you, anything, like, right for real, yeah. I think what would have been cool for Zorga if they would have made it like Alchemagic on attack. Hmm. Then you can actually use the condensation to get another attack. Mm -hmm. That's right. There there are a lot of things like Alka Magic or just how orders are played uh, that we've discussed. Like uh, the idea of allowing Blitz orders to work more like uh, uh, quick play spells in Yu Gi Oh! where you just. During either battle phase, you can use them, not just your opponents. I mean, they could have made a rear guard that, like, ban it, uh, like, eat, uh, like, uh, you could have this card work in a million different ways. But, like, like just, let's just, like, have, like, a level one, like, version of this card, right? Some grade yeah. two on attack, uh, pay some cost, doesn't matter. Di- you could be discard a card, I don't care. Uh, like, yeah. banish an order from your discard pile, cast it. Mm-hmm. Like, gain effect. Yeah. Or, like, performance effect. Like, That'd be sick. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. What, yeah, you could give 10k to your front row for discarding a card. That's true. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't like this. Just, I feel like there's like so many ways they could have gone with that, and they just did not, and instead went for lots of very boring cards. But I think uh, Magic does promos the best way, or at least classically did. They they started messing this up at some point. But back when I was playing Magic, promos were always like alternate arts for like full art versions of cards. Mm-hmm. Um, and so like they would every card you could get was printed in a set. It would be foil, but the foil was like just like in the same set, but like it was always non-foil in the same set. So mm-hmm. like any card could be foil. Oh, but there's also a non like the non-foil is like the default. And then they might release a promo that's like a special foil or like a full art or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so that there's always like a reason to want the promos because they're cool full arts. Mm-hmm. But this kind of like the uh, Japanese card games have done this thing where they just kind of do promos in various places, which is supposed mm-hmm. to like get people to play events. But uh, in the United States, I think this works a little worse because we're so spread out. So mm-hmm. the a number of events that you can possibly attend is going to be much more limited. Um, yeah. And it's going to take something a long I didn't time. Consider. It's going to be it's going to take a long time to get the promos you might need. Um mm-hmm. Especially if they're shop turnout promos or something of the sort. Yeah, uh, and also like a lot of the time they don't even import these promos in a timely manner. Mm-hmm. Like who knows when we're gonna get this card? Yeah. So like we might not be able to. We might not even be getting these till early next year, right? Yeah. To to people who don't understand, there's a little man called Pursuit Assault. I would like you to meet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I mean, dear days might be like a temporary solution, at least for standard. True. In, in what sense? 
it's a digital card game, so it should just have all the promos. That's true. I've thought about this a fair bit, and I think that um, Japan has a lot of like card games that are very alive. Mm-hmm. And I think it comes down to geography, right? That you have yeah. more people closer together that are playing this game, and it's pretty easy for people to travel because of public transit. Public transit, these, walkable cities, like I play these games. United yeah. States, you have to get lucky. There has to be a pocket of people willing to play this game, or you have to like get people to play this game. Mm-hmm. Oh man, I should uh, I, I should reach out to not just bikes or the or your vanity and be like. Non walkable cities are killing card games. I'm sure that that's on the front of their mind, like card I'm games. Sure, yeah, yeah, no, totally. <laughs> just, and then, yeah. I guess, aside from like the fact that they're just supporting these under supported archetypes entirely via promos right now, although I guess they've been putting like a bunch of random sorceress cards in the set too. Sick. <laughs> I, I I don't know. I'd be okay if it was like okay, shop promo, and then like if they do, you know, they do their reprint set once a year, and they've been yeah. pretty good about like, all right, Pursuit Assault was a pretty yeah. important promo. Came in the reprint. Their their reprints have been kind of hit or miss, though. They they yeah. kind of do that every time. I so. need a foil mecha instructor. <laughs> <laughs> I can I can just I can appreciate that like they're at least making some sort of effort. Just. Not always mm. uh, the correct mm. way to do it. Yeah. I don't know, but this, but you know how far does that go, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, not sure. Hell, even if they just had like, it'd be interesting if they had a seller like that was Bushiroad's thing, and they just sold singles, promos specifically, like through their website. Mm-hmm. That'd probably be a little mm-hmm. weird. But... Yeah. Uh, but. They're probably never gonna like officially start selling singles just because of like wanna buy sealed gamb- products. Yeah. yeah. Sealed products, but also like gambling laws. Cause if it's rec- if they officially recognize that like the cards have this inherent value and not just be like, Oh, every pack is worth five dollars. It doesn't matter if you have like a triple rare or a rare in your pack, then you know, that could be problematic for them. That's not something I considered. Good point. Yeah, yeah. I I heard that discussion coming up when talking about like MMOs and loot boxes and stuff like that. How le- and they were talking about Magic: The Gathering, but like it kind of applies to like all card games where they're probably never going to officially recognize the secondary market. Like they, you know, they do it in the way that they make like reprints and stuff, but like the logic still stands of like, well. You know, we're just printing these cards, and these packs are all worth the same thing. Yeah, well, because there's that like plausible deniability, right? We're like, yeah. this, this just seem we've seen these at tournaments a lot. Yeah, there's another print, right? Like, th- th- there's like that legal jargon, whatever, that they mm-hmm. can just be like, "What secondary market?" I don't. <laughs> you know, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So yeah, there is that too. Anyways, aside from, like, the promo thing, they've also been doing this thing where, like, they're power-creeping the TD cards by just, like, introducing better versions, in their words, I get. So the way I understand it is that the TDs are kind of, like, for, like, people starting the game, and then, Mm -hmm. like, if you want to build the deck, you just get cards from the set? Yeah. So how do we feel about that? Does that mean the TDs are just, you you don't buy them at all? 
Uh, or do you need stuff out of those TDs? I don't know, because like obviously, like they're doing the right? they're doing the thing right. where they're introducing like uh, the trainer cards, where they just like this is how boost works, and then I see. But they're also doing a thing where like they have the grade three in the set that's like a simplified version, like all of them. So, like, Protofall Arms for Youth Burke, it just has a rearguard skill that if you place a grade 3 this turn, it gets 5k. And then you have Skyfall, which is, like, the set version, where it has the same Revol Dress ability, so the main gimmick is still the same. But instead of a generic 5k on rearguard, it gets an act ability where you can discard from your hand and look at your top 3, you choose one Revol Form card and then choose another grade two or less and call it, and then put the last one at the bottom of your deck. Huh. And just like, are you ever going to actually play the one that's just the generic 18k beater over Skyfall that, you know, searches and calls a card? No way, right? Yeah. Unless you need to, like, double up for whatever reason. Yeah. Like, and that's the thing, yeah, is, like, it, all of them also have this clause where they're regarded as their main set versions. Yeah. Oh, so you can't um, even you can't even play eight, you just can only play uh, four? Oh, sorry, when you're, when it would be rode upon, so you can, like, oh, persona ride with them, so they're effectively treating them as the same card for the purposes of gameplay, but, like, the main set version just has a clearly better skill. <laughs> so, like, how do we feel about that? Like, Obviously, the TDs are meant to get people into the game, and the logic they cited was that these are going to be simplified versions of the cards that are easier to understand versus the main set one. What it seems like to me is that the, that the TDs are not for people who are already playing. Mm -hmm. like, yeah. If you're already playing the game, I think you just ignore them. Mm -hmm. And you just basically build a deck out of the set like, I, like, I, like you would normally do. Yeah. I guess is what they want. That's fine. Mm -hmm. I mean, like, if your goal is to, you know, get more people into the game and get them to stay, that kind of thing. Um, like, the you know, TD01, like, the first Overdress ones were very good at uh, getting people into yeah. that. A, everybody doing this reboot, the second reboot, and, uh, and B, just, like, new people in the game. Like, we had a lot of people just starting Vanguard from scratch um, mm -hmm. with Overdress. And I, I think that they plan to continue it like this and just turn it up a little bit, right? Yeah, just I'm not sure. I'm just not sure how I feel about having essentially the same card but just better in the set. Like, because you know, with the old starter decks from the beginning of D, like those were the anchors of your deck. You just built around them. Mm -hmm. Where it seems like if you wanted to transition from the trial deck to like a more competitive version of that same deck, you have to buy the sets now. I think the easiest way to do it, if you're trying to get your friend into it, buy the two TDs, use that to teach them. I mean, and you then... don't even need to buy two TDs anymore. They have We haven't needed two TDs for anything in Vanguard for ages. No, he means like one for you, one for them. Uh, I see. Yeah. So buy, buy your two TDs. They, you know, they're interested. Then you go, okay, this... Is bunk. Here's the better version. Like it, it's a bit of a mind fuck, I think. But um, yeah, like instead of like your friend would have to 
get into the game anyway, and short of like just handing them a deck and being like, "Here." Um, yeah, I think it, it's a way to teach deck building without really teaching deck building. Mm. I just think that this is for a very narrow audience, which we are mm -hmm. so far removed from. True, uh, because like <laughs> what, what, these TDs aren't even for people who are new to Vanguard. These are for people who are new to card games. Um, yeah, I think uh, if anyone has had a lot of card game experience, Vanguard is going to be really simple. Um, I don't. I think it's just not for us, and that's okay, right? Mm -hmm. But it just means that we just be like, oh, yep, those exist, and mm -hmm. I guess you can get yeah. triggers from them. I guess, but otherwise, I'm just gonna <laughs> get what I need from the set and then move on. Yeah. That is true. Like I do like you know the tutorial cards where it's like this or it's like explaining how card mechanics work just because that makes life a lot easier when you're teaching a new person. Mm -hmm. So I do really like that. I'm just like not a huge fan of the idea of like you have your TD and then if you if you want to get someone into the game for real, they basically just throw the TD away and buy the set. Right. Like like I guess you still have like the actual ride line, and that's like the only thing. I know that for like I get people um, to play Vanguard, both like who don't have TCG experience and those that do, um, and I think because uh, like I, I tried to teach my girlfriend how to play, um, and that blew up in my face. But she doesn't have that like base of TCG, and I think if I'm going to try again, I'm going to do it with this because <laughs> um, it's enough. probably going to be easier to deal with. Yeah, yeah. I just think they're just not for us, and that's okay. Mm -hmm. yeah. Um no big. We just have to just mm -hmm. not imagine them as like trying to like build up a deck from a TD. It's just like it's not like the old TDs, right? Where you're like, mm -hmm. oh, you have to buy two or four of these. <laughs> To build your deck, yeah. and it's just like Thank you know, just don't have to worry about them at all. Thankfully, they stopped doing that with V. Thank God. Yeah, yeah. the buying four Dykeiser structure decks <laughs> to have four Dykeisers and just a pile of bunk commons uh, was uh, was a thing, I guess. Yeah, like I said, four Gaiusha. That was the old. That was the first TD to come with a not vanilla, like not vanilla six K starter. I. Hmm. Uh, Yu-Gi-Oh had that problem too, for a while, didn't it? Where they would you got to buy three of the. Yeah. I think you still have to buy three. You do still. Mm -hmm. Damn. Konami, Konami. What was the last time? Fun. Yeah, but what was the last time Yu-Gi-Oh released an actual like starter deck that wasn't like a structure? Okay, but I like. Don't know. But yeah, well, what they do now is they put like one card in there that's like a reprint that people want. So yeah. like a good example is the Cyberdark structure yeah. deck had infinite impermanence. Yeah. There you go. So or, you know, um, people want that, or, or either that, or it's all like, Boswan has like a bunch of pot cards in it. Yeah, or it's like fucking amazing, like the dinosaur one. That one uh, really turned some heads <laughs> at the time. But yeah, we don't have anything like the Monarch structure deck, which is just like a full deck, mm -hmm. basically. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Maybe we will one day. I pretty good when I you mean, have floodgates as your field spell, I guess. Yeah. Uh. I mean, I guess we had the legend decks, which were like the closest thing we ever got, mm -hmm. or like the special Daigo sets. I forgot that, that existed, thing. actually. <laughs> yeah, that, that was one a thing. felt like a fever dream. Does that make sense? <laughs> I still don't even know who this person is. 
Me neither. I only remember these Daigo sets because I just finished the video about Sword Me. Fair enough. Oh my god, it's Daigo. (laughs) Okay. Sure. Um, It's got a good uh, Limit Break guy, Dragon Dude. I don't know who Daigo is, but cool. Uh, Was Sanctuary Guard even good in Limit Break? I feel like it didn't really see play until, like, G-Era, because you could just cheese with it. it, Yeah, it's because It wasn't until they got the Blaster Blade crit, right? Yeah. Uh, No, people also played Sank Guard with uh, Sword Me. That's why they they gave that weird ruling. Did you have the Blaster crit with Sword Me? No. uh, That that was like three steps after. Oh, I see. Yeah, the, the the whole reason it like took off was because it was like you, you said during the the um, the seven seas video that um, no, no Sankard was relevant before that with Sword Me. But like, I mean it, like, it was relevant you, you, twice. Like, you, you like yeah. mentioned it offhand where it was like a way to get around the G B thing. Yeah. To do Sword Me Sankard stuff. Yeah, I forgot <laughs> about the old I I'm so like only remembering the blaster Saint Guard variants that I just cannot right. remember the Jewel Knight versions. I remember them playing a bunch of Jewel Knight triggers because you needed yep. a special Jewel Knight Jewel Knight counter blast for various reasons. Yep, because this, then, this was from that point in time where they decided that was a good idea. It sure was. And <laughs> then um, the funniest part is that we were there for all of this. You guys were there for all of that. I wasn't. Correct. I just know more about it because I'm making videos about it at this particular moment. It's been a yeah. long time. I forgot a lot of stuff from back then. Yeah, been a long because time. Because after now. they restrict, after they did the special restriction on Sword Me, it mm-hmm. fell off for a little bit and then yeah. came back. Yeah, during GBT six when they introduced all the blaster stuff, and they were like, "Oh, you can just play with blasters," and then they yeah. got the uh, the grade one that like calls like a bunch mm-hmm. of shit. What's, no, no, it was, maybe it was a grade two that called something. I don't yeah. remember the same. I, I like, cannot remember. I I vaguely remember what like Saint Guard Blaster looks like. It was like a grade two seven K or something. I cannot remember its name. Okay, I can go look it up because Saint Guard Blaster took second place during 2016 at or third place in 2016 after two seven runner decks. There's like some like rear guard that's like a plus two in that deck for some reason. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna go look for it. We're just going to talk about this now. Uh, okay. I think it was Sage of Salvation Benin. So, like, it's a yep. grade 2 AK. Counter Blast 1, when it's placed, you can pay the cost. If you do, search your deck for a 6,000 power, call it to Rear Guard in the same column. And then I believe the thing you looked for was Miron. So, when it's placed, Soul Blast 1, draw a card. So, you just got, like, a 14k column and a draw. Yep. And it's a, and it's a grade 1, which is good for later. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that card. That card's stupid as shit. Yeah. Well, because it was like a because every paladin had something, right? Because mm-hmm. you had you had been on for royals. You had a, a sword breaker for shadows, mm-hmm. and then I, what was the gold one? Um, the bunny. The bunny is like the V version, but was, no, the was the, the, the bunny was the original one for. I cannot remember. Oh, that's right. Um. Yeah, oh, that's right, because it was just one place from deck. Right, sold you sold last round draw card. Yep. Yep. Yeah, that's right. Um, I don't remember its name, but I remember that card. Yeah. I'll never forget that thing. <laughs> 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 I 
Oh yeah, and then they also had Blaster Friend Barkle. That was just a free counter blast or yep. free counter charge when you put uh, Blaster Blade in the same column. That's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that uh, was Thank our Blaster was a silly deck. Yeah, that deck was real good. Mm-hmm. And then it fell off because they just printed more Blaster support, and then you just played an actual Blaster deck. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. All right. It was yeah. good enough for the. It was good enough for a while. Yep. Yeah. Where were we? Didn't did they do? also uh, hit, they hit the stride at some point too, right? Did they? I or don't Bally? know. The Wait, which one? Stride? The Strength stride. They hit that at one point, right? Did they? I don't know because Bushiro makes it impossible to find banned lists. I thought I, th- I could have sworn Regali was banned at some point. Uh, I or have no idea or something of the sort. Well, let's see. This deck in 2016 was only on two Regalia, but I don't know if that's just like because there were other strides to play or because it was limited. Yeah, Ho- Holy Dragon Sanctuary Guard Regali. Um, I could have sworn that card got like put to one or something. Once per turn, Couldn't during your you. turn, if you have a hard card or a sanctuary, all the units in your front row get plus 3k for each grade one or less regard. <gasps> I don't know if they. We must look real stupid right now. Yeah. Sound often. Sound off, uh, sound off. at Nexus at Night on Twitter. Uh, if, you remember, if you remember 2015 to 2016 Vanguard. Yeah, dude, remember, this is seven years ago, and I've had several seizures in between them now, so I can't <laughs> I wasn't that. playing the game um, the first time Sank Guard was relevant. Uh, hold on, I have a, uh, I, I have something here. Um, I don't... Uh, I'm, I, it's so, this is the a recent enough thing where there's, like, videos on it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'll let you know. All okay. right. Cool. Um, why, why don't, why don't oh, we... It was, uh, okay, so Regali was on the, like, watch list. Sorry, that was... Watch okay. list. Okay. So they never actually... Yeah, because I was like, I don't remember this card ever being banned. Unless it got banned Me later, either. but I'm not... I'm not gonna look forever. Sorry. Yeah. No, but as far as I can remember, they never touched Saint Guard Blaster. It just kind of fell off on its own. Yeah. And just regular Blaster. Um, mm-hmm. Well, uh, I, I I hope this whole episode gave you a lot to think about. Leave a like. Leave a comment at Nexus at Night on Twitter or Instagram. Um, Patreon.com/slash Nexus at Night if you want to support the show. Thanks to Darren Cole, Josh, and Jeremy for being ten dollar patrons. Um, we got merch, we got playmats. How about the rest of us? You can find me on Twitter at Wiggums, two G's, two Z's. Good luck this weekend if you're playing in BRO Premium. Yeah, that's true, yes. Can't wait to... Uh, you can find me at Plasma Eclipse. I can't wait to go X3 drop. Uh, you can... I... Sorry, go ahead. Uh, okay. Uh, you can find me at Atlas Novak, Twitter, Instagram, or follow my other uh, podcast uh, at Generation Dan on Twitter, at Generation underscore Dan. On Instagram, new episodes every Thursday. Uh, like Matt said, good luck to everybody in BRO Premium. I'm gonna be there. What about you guys? Uh, yeah, I'm I'm signed up. Gonna go O yeah. three. Literally yeah. only the literally only playing premium because I have these X three drop. Let's go. <laughs> I am playing our glorious leader, Rising Nova. Nice. Um, I am playing uh, the. The, the the dinos. I'm doing Tachi's. Fair enough. Uh, 
did it did well for me last time, and uh, I am in some kind of identity crisis with Great Nature right now. So yeah, fair enough. I, I don't know. I don't think the premium meta changed that much with the new strides. I don't think it did much either. I think uh, the things that got better is mm-hmm. uh, were things that were already good. Things that were already good. Um, they just kind of have new tools. Like you have gelatinous blob monster and Narakami's new thing. Um, mm-hmm. And Order Colony. Order Colony's going to do that thing where after they get hit, they're going to like try and we'll see if they can still, you know. Yeah. I've seen like 12 different lists for Mega Colony running around. Yeah, it's <laughs> like, I, I don't know if this is a thing like Teledad Syndrome. Like, uh, when when they hit Teledad, they would like just keep trying, like we can make it work. I mean, it yeah. kept basically working, <laughs> yeah, for a while, like from Dad returning up until like I don't know a while after that. Yeah, um, but yeah, they're 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 gonna it, it like doesn't work anymore. So mm-hmm. thank everybody for listening, and until next week, I was Atlas. I'm still Matt. I'm Root Beer, and have a good night, everybody.